Everything all at once? Everything all at once. It's honestly a sensation. Aliens listen to it. Millionaire maybe, or like, he made a lot of money, but all he would do is live bet sports. Like, once the game got going and he saw the trends or whatever of the game, he would bet it and he just made a killing. But I'm not that smart. Dude, I, I don't know. I like statistics. I'm, I'm definitely not that smart. But I always thought statistics were super, super interesting. And I think, like, that's how you, like, win at a lot of different games is just play the numbers. Yeah. And the yeah. stats. Mm-hmm. And, like, poker, everything. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Say, yeah, All the poker. games. Yeah. I remember your guys, yours and uh, Matt's spreadsheet masterpiece playing college basketball. It was a good start to things, but, like, we just never fully followed through with it because two things get factored in. One, superstition, and two, greed. So, like, it would be like if you just bet one game at a time, you could slowly grind out money kind of like the stocks or whatever. But then you're like, well, what if I combine, like, four games together that look good? And then it just mm-hmm. makes it almost impossible yeah. to hit every single one of them. And you're, you, you're wrapping up huge parlays for, like, yeah. th- they sh- could win, like, thousands of dollars, t- hypothetically, for, like, 50 bucks. Yeah. Because of all of them are statistically valid or good. Exactly. And then at the end of the day, you hit one or two, like, every couple months, and it you break even. <laughs> but it, it feels... coming back, man. It yeah. coming back. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, dude. This AI is is crazy. I'm going to mess with it a lot more and see if I can unlock its true powers for good. It'll be dangerous. It'll be dangerous. I mean... It'll it'll replace us on the podcast. It'll replace us on the podcast. It'll replace all the the artists that we have out there. I mean, hopefully not. We love you, artists. But uh, it's it's really intimidating right now, I think. I'm a little scared. I I wouldn't say I'm scared, but I'm very interested to see how this all develops and unwraps. Yeah, I've been doing I've been doing a lot of like research studying on like graphic design, you know, trying to trying to see if I can make it like a business mm-hmm. for myself. And the, the the AI stuff that's out there right now is like really concerning for people. Yeah, because oh, you can download like Dolly, like we're talking about, yeah. or something like like that, and you can have it create like a logo for you. Right, like and, I want it to be this, like, this, and this. Yeah, it's not. I've seen some of the results. It's not like perfect, but you know, one day it might be. Right, keep honing it yeah. in, keep practicing. Yeah, so I, I don't know what what will happen. We should all probably go back to school immediately to be uh, software engineers and computer programmers. Dude, I feel like that's the opposite because I already have it writing me a code to penny trade paper stocks until. Uh, I can get the code good enough that I can put it in the regular market, but it's like generating code, and it walked me through the whole process of like getting a code, comp- a free code compiler, and how to connect it to my Webull account and all of this stuff. And I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, anything can happen. Don't but make- right now, we're reliant on humans for the most part for our graphics des- graphic design, at least if we want a good job done. Like our new logo that uh, our boy Matt Dundula has made for us today. Absolutely. Joining us live in the studio. All you guys have been out there voting on it. We appreciate you and helping us decide. Matt did an amazing job and he hooked us up with all these color schemes and all these really cool things going on and uh, really tailored it to us. And uh, we're super appreciative. And now he's here with us. Take two. Take two. Take yeah. Two. First time the power went out. It was It was a very sad day. We were recording, and we were like... Had a whole hour into it, man. Yeah, about uh, 45 minutes to an yeah. hour in, and uh, power goes out and didn't save anything, corrupted all my files. It was the first act of God that we had on the show. Yeah, it was they, just like, shut this shit down. They're trying to stop us. <laughs> it was actually... I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it on God. I'll put it on, like, the FBI. You think the FBI... Uh, yeah, we, we were talking about riots. And then yeah, we were, ta- after, we were actually mm, talking about riots. power went out. No, we weren't. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. Just kidding. That never, that never existed. Nope. nope. We were not talking about nope. riots and uh, the stay power. in school. Stay in school. That's right. Stay in school. Stay. Uh, stay educate. Stay woke. Drink you know? water. Don't. Don't use dr- not the fluoride water though. No, and don't use uh, AI generated things to make money in the stock market. We don't like that. Or we don't to make uh, logos for your businesses. That's right. That's right. right. These people need to work. 
Matt needs to. We need to work. We need to make money. We need to make money. We need to live. Or else they're going to give us $800 checks a month. UBI. And nobody else will be able to, and nobody will be able to work. And rent will be like $1,500. Yeah. <laughs> $25,000 a month. You'll have to live with your four brothers and sisters and share a one-bedroom house and, uh, or a one-bedroom apartment for 2600 a month. And all your money will just go to that and you'll have to eat rats on the street. It'll be just like the good old days. Yeah, just like <laughs> just like back in the the what was it, the Great Depression. Or like the the Middle Ages. The Middle Ages. <laughs> Isn't that rats? happening in New York City right now? People you eating know, rats. One bedroom for oh, five thousand yeah. dollars. Oh yeah. That's one that's like an interesting trend on uh one of the like the reels and TikToks is they'll stop someone on the streets in New York who looks like well dressed or whatever and be oh, like yeah, Can you that. can you show us your apartment and yeah, how, much how much you, you pay? pay for it? And they're like, I pay two grand a month and they're like, Well, here's this wall I made to separate my toilet from my <laughs> bed. Like <laughs> Yeah, dude, that does not sound ideal. Uh, that's hilarious. But what can you do, you know? Move. Sometimes, move. Yeah, yeah, move, move. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Sometimes that's, like, not that easy, though, you know what I mean? There's a lot of limiting factors. I can't just pick up and leave and move and shit. I mean, you could technically I could, but I'd probably do it at a loss. It'd be probably pretty hard for me to just move without giving it yeah. appropriate planning and You have to thought. plan that out, yeah. You gotta have the right grind set. Like, for instance, the one time I was in New York, I was at a meeting, and uh, someone was sharing, and they were, like, the most well-dressed person there. And by the end of... You know, the time they're done talking, they're like, I'm homeless, I, I, but I keep a YMCA membership, you know, and I go to laundromats, so I keep my clothes clean and I, you know, I shower and stuff. So technically, if you had a job there that pays more money and you just, like, got a couple memberships, uh, you could live on the street, save up money, and come back here and be balling <laughs> out of control, you know what I'm Maybe. saying? That, that's definitely <laughs> a possibility. I don't know if it's ideal, though. Well, nothing. Or if I have the willingness Yikes. to do that. Yeah, I don't know if I can do that. Well, you gotta... It, it all depends on how hard you want to grind. Maybe out west <laughs> where the weather's nice. Yeah. Right? I, th- I thought about it. It, it. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to do that stuff. I want to talk about to Matt about graphic design. That's why he's here, uh, Dave. I do, I do too. Not, not this homelessness. <laughs> and, I think someone else And eating that. rats. Yeah, maybe I did. Maybe this is my fault at all. after all <laughs> talking about this AI and putting us all out of work. Yeah. Poor Matt yeah. here. A, a new flourishing graphic designer already to be put out of work by artificial intelligence. Yeah. Not if we can help it. How do you plan to compete? <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> to be continued. We'll find out later. <laughs> but how'd you get into this? I, I didn't even know you did graphic design and you're like, hey, I saw you were looking for a logo for your thing and you're like, and wanted to, to, to hook something up for us. So how, yeah. how did this all get started for you? <laughs> So, uh, when I was like, you know, 13, 14 years old, so, you know, when growing up as a kid, I wanted to be a professional wrestler. I was what? a mine, you know, and I like want Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I was, or better I was, than him. I was hardcore into wrestling. Like who was your dude? Yeah. Who was the uh, go-to? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, oh yeah, my dude. Yeah. The yeah. Rock. The like rock. those yeah. are my two favorites probably. Those are, those but, are crucial, uh, crucial wrestlers. Yeah. Back then, yeah. Too. I was, I was into that big time. Uh, like obsessed so <laughs> so one of the things that was happening on, on the internet they had like uh like chat rooms like forums and stuff like that for wrestling like there's discussions people talking about it and there's like a section that was about like designing like banners what they called for your signature when you post stuff right and uh people like would request stuff and then you could respond and make them something and then if they use it you kind of just feel good about it Hell like yeah! This, this dude, you know, this, this person's using my my work. So I started off uh, making them in like paint, mm-hmm. MS Paint, and they were horrible. They were trash. And then I, I, uh, you know, when I was younger, I couldn't afford buying like Photoshop because it was like a thousand dollars for the software. So uh, I ended up cracking a copy, you know, pirating. Yeah. Or actually, I, I did not. On, That's on record. right. We, we can't um, get into this again, dude. That's why, why they FBI maybe maybe came. Adobe shut us down maybe, last yeah. time. Possible, yeah. They heard. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I started using Photoshop, and I kind of learned it on my own, and I got, you know, decent at it, and uh, so I started making those banners, you know, I was into doing that a lot, and then, I don't know, just kind of, like, messed around with it throughout the years, and then 
my wife that you've had on here yeah uh, kelly previously bella's bloom she was amazing the the better half of our household as i say (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i had a chance to you know design the logo for the business and then i got like back into it so i just went hard and i just like started just like watching a bunch of youtube videos downloaded adobe creative cloud i started learning illustrator Mm -hmm. uh not to get too technical but like adobe photoshop is better for like pictures and stuff Mm -hmm. right but illustrator is better for like logos Mm -hmm. and it's like a whole thing behind why like there's pixels versus vectors and all this stuff i don't know how educational you want to get here but you know i started learning illustrator and so i I reached out to you guys because i wanted to like practice and see if i can make something cool um and yeah, I think you know something pretty cool came yeah, out. Yeah, we it. ended up with oh, some yeah. sweet shit yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's so, real cool. I was telling you guys, you know, I was kind of self self conscious about it. So when you guys posted uh, on Facebook uh, in the comments with all the different versions, I kept like going back to the post every like half hour to see if people yeah were, were saying it, yeah, saying something. I was going know? back to it a lot too. Man. I was too. I was watching it unfold, dude. I think we have some clear winners and. Uh, some some pretty awesome color schemes that uh i like and obviously the people like our mm-hmm. our listeners out there and uh we're really appreciative for the work you did and hopefully it helps so helps continue to grow your business and you can keep doing this yeah for sure that's do, an, oh, that's do you see an, this as something that you could be doing full-time if you were able to maybe yeah i mean you know there's people out there doing this successfully uh, for sure there's like big companies out there doing this making there's companies yeah there's freelance artists mm-hmm. which is probably what i would you know yeah. lean toward doing initially but you know i'm also my my worst enemy so you know for every like positive thought i have i'll have like two negative thoughts of like why it's not gonna work right so i gotta you know i'm working on getting past that it's always been a struggle for me like to get past the self-doubt you know because because it's just like a limiting a limiting factor yeah i think two negatives make a positive i think that's that's pretty standard math so that might be a good thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah the more more you berate and humiliate i was trying to process how that works yeah i was gonna come back with an answer but i couldn't figure that out yeah i I don't think it's that's really a very positive thing to be super super critical of yourself or the more critical or the worst thing so i respect the I, I thought that that was going to yeah. be something, though. Yeah. I thought there was something to that. I'm, I bet I could see the wheels turning in your head of how you can make something to that now. Yeah. You've never been like, I fucking suck. This is never going to work. Hey, you know what? That, I'm pretty fucking all right. You know? Mm. It's pretty... It's, eh, maybe it's, it's mathematics. It's mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> it's basic math, people. Come on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but that's only when you multiply. That's only when you multiply negative numbers. When you add negative numbers, you get more negative. So, well, you always got to be multiplying. You need to check then. your math. You always got to be multiplying, unless you're subtracting or dividing. I think when you divide, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> we have. I had a hard time with that too when we started this, and I like especially like recently as I'm starting to get more exposed to like the world of video and audio production. I'm like, oh fuck, dude! Look at all these people and all the shit that they have already and where they've already gone and done and been so it's like really easy for me to get down on myself but usually i feel like that that those down moments are only like you know i've cut it down to like an hour of self-pity before Mm -hmm. i like snap out of it you know yeah it used to be like days or months or weeks of (laughs) self-pity yeah i remember the first couple episodes and you know whereas tony you know focus more on the, the the editing and video production i'm thinking of the linguistics and you know how we present it when we're actually doing it in the first couple, at least the first episode we did, I remember afterwards just being, oh, I like the word like. Like I said, like, like 57 fucking times. I'm awful at this. This is never going to work. And you're like, no, dude, you know, it's it's going to be okay. You know, we're going to get better. And it, and it has. You just got to keep throwing yourself at it. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Absolutely. How do you feel like you've overcome those negative thoughts or those negative initiatives to not want to do it? What's been helpful to you? Honestly, the the it's kind of cliche, but just just like just going and just doing something, mm-hmm. like trying to go work on something when I'm feeling that way, you know, to like take up the time in my head. 
right or the space in my head so um, staying occupied on the, on the yeah. on different projects or you stay at the the graphics design so i have a project where i'm working on right now for another flower farm mm-hmm. uh that uh i've been kind of putting ideas together and um so that's kind of helpful you know but like just just like whatever is needed to be done you know whether it's like just chores around the house or just like watching something educational Mm -hmm. uh inspirational you know something to get me out of that Mm -hmm. um is helpful for sure right and you know yeah i don't don't know i I don't stay there very long either anymore you know um so taking breaks and and watching something i feel like is always really good too especially when it it's like being solution oriented instead of self-pity oriented you know if i if i see something that i don't like or something that's not working out well i i'll watch a a video on how to fix it you know and kind of try to apply that and then feel better because i I, not only have i learned something but i've i feel like i've made progress in my life or in like this project or this endeavor that i'm facing for sure and i think it also builds on itself to like uh you know for example i was working on on your guys you know on your logo and the, the first thing i sent you was not what ended up being the final piece sure. and i was so frustrated when i was working on it i was like i'm never gonna get this done like this is stupid like i can't i can't like figure this out but i just kind of kept pushing through it you know and uh like just like searching on like how to do something and then like trying to like watch a tutorial about it or something and then apply it so now i'm working on this new thing and i'm like you know i'm feeling the same way but i'm like I figured it out last time, so why can't I figure it out this time? Like you know, so it's like those little those steps kind of build on each other, you know, each time. Yeah, for sure. And and knowledge is not something that's like finite either. You know, you can continue to to add to your your skill library, so to speak, and draw on that and apply it and transition it to other areas of our lives. You know, because uh, a lot of these skills that I think are are very vital in taking on a new project are. Uh, they transpose from other areas of our life. You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of projects that we've been at before in our in our younger days that we can use those same skills for when trying new things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, like one of the things I do with mainly with with my writing and stuff is if I'm feeling like I'm getting uh, caught up, I'll, I'll meditate because I find when I'm frustrated, I tend to forget things that I know, you know, like I get all, you know, flustered up in the head. And if I just give myself a couple minutes to just like level back, I'm like, Oh no, I I know how to do this. Right. You know, have you had any really frustrating things that you just couldn't figure out and then figured out? I mean, going to recovery. Yeah. For example, if we're talking about just general stuff, well, general, but I, I was leaning more towards the, the graphics design stuff. Yeah. Uh, like want to throw your laptop across the yeah, room I mean, and shit. Yeah, I mean, I can't even really think of like the specific <laughs> thing I was struggling with at the time. But it was just, just about like making something look the way I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like I know what I want to do, but I'm not good at this software yet. I'm still learning that. So like I can't. I don't know like what tool to use mm-hmm. to do it. And so I, I keep trying and stuff, and then you know it keeps not working the way that I picture it. So then I'm like, I need to walk away from from this for a little bit. Do you start with like a sketch first, or do you? Go straight to Photoshop uh, or uh, Illustrator. Kind of playing around with different workflows, you know. I, I did try sketching something out on paper first. But I actually think for me it works best when I start with, like, the typography. That's mm-hmm. kind of my thing is, like, like, typography, lettering, like lettering yeah. typography. Mm-hmm. I start with that and then I work through that and then I get an idea of, like, something else I could add. Mm-hmm. whether it's the actual like logo like icon or something um but yeah i'll, I'll probably start there usually that's kind of like my preferred workflow right now so start with the lettering and then kind of get inspired yeah. off that and, and i don't really sketch lettering i just kind of you know i'll find some fonts that might look good for a project mm-hmm. and then i'll just start playing with some tools to like customize the font you know right. to make it uh unique to that specific thing sure and and do you use like a drawing pad 
Um, so I just do, usually I'll just do it on the computer with a mouse. Mm-hmm. There's like some tools. There's this thing called a pencil tool that like is, is really cool. Yeah. You can like just drag some stuff, like part of the font around to like make like swirls and whatever. Um, I do use the iPad too with the Apple pencil, you know, and okay. try to like sketch something out on that too, but. Mostly just yeah. the mouse and the, the tool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of the kind of person that like. I'll jump into something like all the way and mm-hmm. I'll like just spend all this money on all the tools and, oh, and, and crap. Yeah. And then I, I don't even know how to use them yet. <clears throat> so then I'm like, I get so overwhelmed that I just like don't do anything. Now yeah. I have like all this stuff I just bought and it's just kind of <laughs> sitting there and I'm like, I don't even know how to use this stuff yet. I, I know? know that feeling really well because like for me, buying shit is something that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. And I got this project already that's making me feel good. Now I'm buying all this shit. And then here, and then, like, that's making me feel even better. I'm getting all hyped up in my head. And then it gets here, and I'm like, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Right. I, and it's easy to get overwhelmed, too, because you get caught up in that good feeling, you know? And then you end up with way more stuff than you actually need. Yeah, because now you got to learn all this shit, too. Right. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I should have just got one thing at first and then built right. my way, figured that out, and then got the next thing. Yeah. But uh, that's that's not how we do everything. I mean, everything at once uh, here at everything at once. No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, because you start using something, and it's like, oh, and you're watching your videos, and you're there like, oh, you know, the transfer this, or you start using this, and you're like, I don't have that yet. What the fuck? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I need all this shit so, at once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Buy it all at once, man. Buy everything at once. Hell yeah. And just like lock it up in a cabinet until it's time to use it. Then you're, then it makes it not as overwhelming. Plus, I, then I feel like obligated to to use it and to figure it out too. At that right, point, right? Because you just spent all this money on it, <laughs> right? Like now I have to yeah. use it because then I'll feel like real shit if it just like sits around down here, sits wherever it's sitting, and mm-hmm. I don't use it. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, I'm a fucking piece of shit. Right. When Go it's... back it straight back to the self loving where yeah. I feel comfortable at. Nah, it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> yeah. It's like time to buy groceries. I don't got as much money. I'll look at this dumb fucking thing that I wasted, you know, money on. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. We got ramen noodles for days down here. We'll yeah. survive off that if we have to. That's all you need. That's, That's all, all you need. need. All you need. So you haven't had any like real formal education in doing this stuff. It's been mostly YouTube and your own like uh drive and determination. Yeah, for this specific area, yeah. Um, you know, my my college degree is in finance and accounting, so completely different realm. I think that's a good thing to have for um, if you're looking to start your own business. So everyone we've talked to that's gone like the entrepreneurial route, you know, struggles with, struggles with the business side of it. Yeah, no, it's definitely helpful to like kind of understand like what to do, mm-hmm. at least you know how to approach building a business. Yeah, because um, you know. Like, there's all these stuff like business plans and, like, all this stuff that I don't really want to do. Yeah. <laughs> but I heard it's important. I've heard I've heard those can be – having a good plan is is uh, pretty important to success. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I just want to get to the actual thing now. Yeah, right? I don't want to, like, build a business plan and then, you know, have to figure out, like, how I'm going to actually get there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. if you ever get to the point, though, like, it usually takes a couple years with, like, a bank, but if you ever need a cash infusion, like, the business plan is the only way to go, <laughs> like... <laughs> True. Yeah. True, yeah. Yeah, you gotta have that. And uh, filing for taxes and figuring out, like, profit and, like, all the other stuff, I'm sure is beneficial, mm-hmm. having that knowledge already. And what you can write off. I guess you could pay an accountant to do that, but if you knew a lot of the stuff yourself... Not if you're starting a new money. business. If, if uh, you're married to one, you know. Yeah. Right. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Smart, dude. Smart move. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We're writing everything off. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't say that. <laughs> that's right. They're listening, dude. They shut us off last time, so we got to be a little bit more careful here. Um, so... The art is mostly self-taught. Have you always considered yourself like an artistic person? I mean, ever since you were a kid, I guess you were you were drawn and messing around on stuff. Yeah, I don't know if I ever consider myself like artistic necessarily. Um, I I don't know. It's one. It's it's kind of tough because uh, you know, growing up, like I, I was always like given this idea from other people that like being artistic doesn't like pay much you know yeah. so you gotta like cause. yeah you gotta do something like to make money mm-hmm. so i kind of went down the business route um but i haven't really like enjoyed it very much you know mm-hmm. um versus like when i'm working on like design stuff i'm actually enjoying what i'm doing yeah 
and like it's actually fun and I have a passion for it, you know, but like um but like it hasn't made me any money yet. So it's like one of those things you gotta kinda balance a little bit, I think. Um but but it's also kind of cool to have uh, you know like a day job and mm-hmm. then have like financial security yeah. that I can then work on this other stuff on the side and then maybe try to build it up you know as I go and there's a bunch of different things you can do in like design like uh, that I even know existed there's this idea that I came across that I, I want to try it's called print on demand hmm. I don't know if if you ever heard of uh, not it's really basically hmm. I you know. There's these companies that you can submit your designs to and they, you know, you can link that to like your Etsy store or something. And if people buy, like buy that thing, it will send the order to this company and they'll print it for you and send it to the person that bought it. You don't have to do anything other than design yeah. the actual th- thing. Like, so I can go and like create a brand new design for like a t-shirt mm-hmm. and then like sell it on Etsy and then link it to this like thing in the background that like will process my orders for me and stuff. So I want to, I want to try doing that. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's like a real quick way to get in. That's like really low, like low cost. Mm -hmm. There's no, and like there's like not much entry barrier. It's just about the time it takes to create something and then put it on, uh, like a merchandise item Mm -hmm. and then just list it. I feel like try to market it. And then you get to basically keep whatever profit you set, you know? Sure. So, at least, you know, if I can use that to pay for my Adobe subscription. That'd be pretty cool, That'd be right? cool because, yeah. you know, uh, it's, not a, it's not a cheap, no, it's a cheap not. thing at all. And, no. uh, so They, but, de- they definitely yeah. don't do, like, grants or anything either. They're real bastards at Adobe. No, I feel <laughs> like they, they might have had, like, a school subscription. But yeah, if you're a student, I, I think you get a large discount or you get it for free same, but, same unfortunately. it's not for free but it's not i think no. it depends on what school you go to as well because i feel like certain schools probably have that like bundled in you know what i mean yeah. like an art school maybe yeah. oh no penn state makes sense penn state you got adobe for free did you okay. yeah but uh or like i worked probably not the, edinburgh where i went probably not they make edinburgh. you pay full price full price <laughs> <dude>. double <laughs> well, you, you don't count as no. a student here. Well, even like uh i worked i've worked with a non-profit and even for non-profits they don't you know, give it away for free. It's like the student thing. It's it's greatly discounted, but you still got to pay for it. So. Right. Yeah, and and now it's like subscription based too. So you got to pay every year to keep it. Yeah. You don't own it. So it's, as soon as you stop paying, you're done. Yeah, you can't use it anymore. So you're burnt. It's uh, I don't know, man. There's pros and cons to to that. You know. Um. I mean, your shit's always getting updated. They're adding new tools and features. And yeah. Stuff, which and is if cool. you're making money doing it, yeah, and that pays it for matter. it. That's but just if, a if you're using cost it as like a hobby, business. yeah. If it's just something you do on like on the side, it might not be sustainable for Unless everybody. It's something you're really passionate about and really yeah. enjoy doing, right? Like I know a lot of kids going back to like the AI stuff. A lot of kids will use like or people in general, I guess, will use Canva. You know, because yeah. that's just like a free mm-hmm. alternative. It's not as nuanced as Adobe, but I know a lot of kids in school. You know, if they don't have access to Adobe or business people that don't pay for the subscription, they just go the cheap route and do do Canva. Yeah, I actually use Canva a little bit myself. I actually use it for a part of the logo for the flower farm as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting. It was yeah. interesting, yeah. I like open the idea of open source whenever people can do it. I don't know how it really is sustainable or how they're doing what they're doing. But anything that I can get open source, usually I will opt for open source over paying for it. Like I used open source or like open office all through college. Mm-hmm. Never got Microsoft Word, never got any of that other stuff. Just used the the open source alternatives. Yeah. Google Docs is great for that kind of. Yeah, I mean, Google Docs, there's tons of different ones out there. And uh, like I said, I don't know how they're, they're doing it or how they're like staying operational, but I do greatly appreciate them. And I, I like that more things are going in that direction i feel like more things are are free and sustainable somehow through generous donations or some sort of person's will and desire to keep information available and free to the people yeah, i agree although i just found a a lifetime office a lifetime access office? code oh, for wow. 30 bucks i couldn't pass it up <laughs> no i mean that's pretty cheap i'd probably i'd probably go for it too yeah 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 i mean it's good software 
but a lot of places are moving towards like that free model as far as software and information goes, you mm-hmm. know, and generating revenue. However, they're generating revenue. I mean, I think that the subscri- subscription and the free stuff is the more subscription based things are going to become more and more commonplace. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen it happen with a lot of different. I'm waiting for open for for subscription uh, web browsing and subscription <laughs> Google searching and stuff like that where I don't have ads and it actually uses like appropriate information to give me the best source instead of just a bunch of Google ad shit front on top of the line. Yeah. I think there's two sides to that too, right? I mean, if you have a business that you're trying to like run, mm-hmm. those ads are huge, you know, cause you can oh, market yeah. your business that way. Um, but obviously for the user, you know, not it's everyone not likes to, to have ads. And I'm sure not everybody will pay for it, but it might be something that's that has a, a market value to it, you know, or, or a market that people are willing to pay for it. Yeah. And uh, I think that, oh, shoot, I forgot I was going with that. Oh, well. I hate ads. I hate ads, too. Oh, I know what I was going to say, too. Like, there, we go. <laughs> there are all those people that are – that there. have you ever got, gone, like, on a Google search and looked for a website or looked for something, and it sends you to, like, the, like, top ad is, like, a fraud website? Yeah. Or a fake one? I've never had that happen before, I, no. I, I, uh, last year for Christmas, my, you know, my nieces live out of town, and my one niece wanted a present. My brother was just, like – took the screenshot of like the top you know the google thing just a picture of it so i went to it and i bought it and it never got to them and when i did the paypal uh dispute the email for this so the business wasn't open anymore like the website was gone and the email address was just like 42 chinese characters oh, i was geez. like i'm getting my money back you know mm-hmm. but it was the first thing that popped up for it yeah so yeah exactly what you were saying at least you use paypal for it it's like exactly so i got my money back yeah but but yeah dude that's like a huge that's like the huge the next new wave of crime that's coming or is already like here is like internet fraud and people you know just doing fraudulent transactions and getting people to wire money over to pay for a service that doesn't exist and mm-hmm. all sorts of ridiculous stuff yeah and i don't know how they can like that can continue at such a rampant rate right now i guess it's easy to just make new shit but i feel like the onus or responsibility of that should be somewhere on the people that are putting that service out there, like Google or whoever is making that like such a top thing that comes up and all these sponsored ads and stuff like that, that people are buying on Facebook or Instagram or wherever that are just like complete fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like boosted posts is say, saying that I'm going to give somebody a hundred dollars and then all, and then like five hundred comments underneath it, like oh, I want five hundred dollars, oh, five hundred dollars. Yeah. And then you get a like a private message, like a few minutes later, like oh, send me your cash app, send me your bank account information. Yeah. I need your birthday, blah blah blah. First, you have yeah. to send me this, and then I can send you that. And most of those things is kind of obvious. You know, I think I would think so, dude. But, but there are people still. There are got, tons of people getting, getting got all the I feel time. Like, maybe like older people that older aren't people. as good with technology. I'm yeah. Not saying that like a like I'm not saying that's like a thing that all old people struggle with but like i know a lot of people you know that are older aren't great at technology so they they might see something that looks legit yeah they might not notice like one spelling you know mm-hmm. mistake which is all you need to really find that's not that's real, not real. Yeah. See, i feel like the the servicing like a, a goods like uh selling goods is what really gets people if you if it pops up first at google and like they make the price point for it like just just slightly cheaper than what you'd find on like amazon maybe like by a couple bucks it's like oh it's coming from overseas so it's going to take a couple weeks that's enough time to get as many people's money as possible Mm -hmm. shut the thing down before you even file a dispute because you think you're going to be waiting two to three weeks anyways i think it's bullshit but i think it's also really genius you know Mm. i wouldn't say it's genius i'd say it's lazy no, I'd say it's genius. Not on the buyer's end, but on the... I don't think it's that smart, dude. The, uh, I think if it was smart, you would have... A, if you were smart, you would have an actual business that's actually successful. <laughs> Do you think that if you if you were going back to school, you would focus more on art or digital media design? Yeah, I think so. I think I would. Um, but, you know, what's done is done. So What's done is done. Yeah, I mean, you can't have any regrets. Yeah, I mean, I could always go back to school for that, but that I just like seems to like a lot of uh, 
a lot of uh, extra effort and yeah. money that I don't need to spend. That, yeah, there's so much stuff out there mm-hmm. that's like free and that's, readily available. Especially if you've already done like you did our logo, you've done your wife's logo, you're doing a, a you know branding for another farm, so you're getting yourself out there. So, so yeah, you're making the connections that are necessary already. Yeah, I'm just uh, you know it's a little scary. I think. Anytime uh, I have to commit to doing this for someone, because then it's like, if it's taking me longer than I expected, it just uh, it just brings a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. for me. So, you know, I'm not trying to like overcommit and and like take a huge bite out of something that I can't actually process. Yeah, that makes you know? sense. So, you know, hopefully I can uh, like build this thing steadily and uh small steps instead of a giant leap yeah because i want to build a reputation for being someone that over promises and then doesn't Doesn't deliver deliver. yeah Yeah. and plus it gives you i think taking smaller projects or taking more time on a project allows you to ensure that you're uh giving out a good project a Mm -hmm. good you know doing a good job on this project yeah i think right now for me i'm just trying to figure out how long it takes me to do something yeah on average so that i can like market it yeah sometimes i feel like that's uh important at first maybe but i was talking with some other people about this when i was uh discussing this new project i have in mind for doing that a lot of times it's not about the time it's about the product or about the service because like right now hourly might be a good way to to uh measure how much effort goes into it but that hourly time is going to be changing you know what I mean? Like, what takes you four hours now might take you one hour. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the one thing I'm not going to do if I decide to take this, like, to the next level, I'm not going to charge hourly. Yeah, it's going to be by the project. Yeah, yeah, because you get the hourly stuff, you start... It, I just There's a lot of headache mm-hmm. when we get to the hourly stuff, because then you start, like, potentially having arguments with the client, you know? About how much time you're actually yeah. spending on something. Versus, like, I just give you a price... That's what it I is. I need half now, half after it's done, and it's established, and that's it, you know. Right. It just makes it a lot simpler. Yeah. Uh, to an extent, unless you, you underestimate your project. Yeah, that's why, that's why you know, I'm trying to figure out how long it's going to take me to do something so that mm-hmm. I can, like, you know, for myself, kind of uh, plan that out in, in advance, you know. It's uh, part, part of that business plan. Going back to the business plan that I don't have. Yeah, right? Well, I'm sure you have one in your head. I feel like having a business plan is much different than having like a formal business plan that I would present to a bank or to a college professor to show that I understand how business works. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a lot of ideas in my head, but I find it, it's helpful to put those on paper yeah. and like organize the ideas. Have like a step-by-step list. Yeah, because right now I have all this shit going on in my head and like – a lot of times I just forget some of the stuff. Oh, for sure. If I write it down and it might've been useful at some point, you know, and now it's just gone. Yeah. Potentially forever. I used to be so averse to like taking notes. Yeah. Same. I still, I mean, I still am. I still, I still (laughs) hate it. I still, I still don't like Like, No, my brain can remember this shit. Yeah. You know, I just, I'm not a big fan of like writing stuff down, Mm -hmm. but do you feel like it constrains you? I don't know. Is that? I think it's just more like I don't see the value in it when I like when you're writing moment. it down because yeah. like you remember it right then. Yeah, it just seems like a lot of like unnecessary effort. But I know it's not true. In the back of my head, I know it's not. But it's like a habit thing. I think. Yeah. I'm just not in the habit. Like I don't. I'm not in the habit of writing. I'm not in the habit of reading. Mm-hmm. And I would like to change those things. You know. I'm trying have to read more. Do. You? Yeah, you could join it if you want. Sick, man. Start reading. Note taking is paramount. All you listeners out there, too, we're, we've been reading our book. I don't know if you guys saw that post or not, but it's called Roadside Picnic. It's a Russian sci-fi book, and I'm hoping to do a book club like show be at some point. It'd be interesting. But yeah, yeah. dude, if you want to, if you want to start picking up, we don't like read at any sort of rapid high pace or anything like that. So it's pretty casual for the most part, but if it's something you're interested, you're welcome to yeah. come I, hang out. I'm the only one that reads really rapidly, but that's because that's just my thing. I'm just a, a book nerd. I just bought like three books on design. 
Nice. Just oh, got yeah. it on Tuesday, so hopefully. What kind, is that the kind of books you normally read? Is it like nonfiction? I that's the thing, man. I don't read much, so I don't have a type. Right. You yeah. know. But I, I used to enjoy reading when I was younger. Uh and I would read a lot of like fiction stuff. Mm-hmm. Action stuff. I don't I don't know. Like I, spy stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I, I find reading to be extremely important in the creation process for me because it unlike watching TV or watching movies. You, like when you read, you create the things in your head, so it gets mm-hmm. like the creative juices it's flowing. More like active, you interpret, involved process. You interpret the words to something. Yeah, and make all the pictures you. in your head. Yeah, There's been yeah no, it definitely is is it, not doubting its uh its its benefits, mm-hmm. but just something that you're not practicing right yeah, now. Yeah, like a lot of other things in my life. Yeah, boy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I feel that. You ever you, do you think like have you thought about factoring into like how you schedule the payments or whatever uh people's uh dissatisfaction i've worked on I've worked on very briefly in college through public relations projects like branding and logos before, and I know it can be such a pain in the ass if you get a nitpicky person you know yeah i this is all stuff that I've learned. I haven't applied any of this, so just a disclaimer. I don't know if it works or not, but some of the ideas that I, I've gotten, you know, are things like, you know, you get three revisions when mm-hmm. I give you this, and then anything beyond those three revisions, I'm going to charge extra. Right. You know, and then it sounds like a good idea. I mean, I'm sure there's a, different ways to plan for that kind of stuff, but but yeah, I mean... I always, that's one of those things that I'm like, man, I don't even want to do this because, like, there's going to be just, like, just clients that are just, like, not great to deal with. Right. So why even why even do this period, you know? Do you work so with that's... people at your current job or at your, well, you at your new job? Yeah, yeah. So you're already kind of familiar with the process anyway. And for sure, yeah. If you're doing this for, for fun, at least at this point, hopefully a business later, profitable, revenue generating, all that stuff. Yeah. But do you... There's a question of like, is it worth, is this new thing that I'm enjoying worth the headache and the discomfort of dealing with people that might not be so pleasant to work with? Yeah, I mean, if you're asking me that about this, I think the answer will be yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, you know, because I, I also know that like we blow things up a lot of time in our head, you mm-hmm. know, like I sure. think every single person I'm going to work with is going to be just hard to work with. And I don't think that's really true. Mm-hmm. From my experience, it's like the opposite, you know, like that's like nine out of 10 times, like it's a good experience. Right. So I'm hoping to focus on that, you know, yeah, instead definitely. of like the one potential terrible experience. Everything's yeah. always worse in my head before I yeah. actually do it. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, you know, if you do something long enough, especially something creative, you know, there's eventually going to be a time where, especially if you're working, you know, contracted to somebody where you put a lot of time into something and you put it out and they're just, and you love it and they're like, "Ah, I don't like it, you know, and then you got to alter it around. Uh, It's got to be a cool experience creating though. Like I've always found that, you know, the most fascinating thing or when I feel best about myself is when I take something that just never existed and put it out into the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Coming from like the financial world, like investments and uh, the advisor world that I'm I'm leaving behind now, kind of, there's always this concept of like working with your ideal clients Mm -hmm. and having the ability to do, to do that would be would be cool you know that means like i don't have to focus on like taking every single person just because i need money but more like figuring out like who my ideal client is and only working with those people and then you know other people like you know having the ability to like just say turn them away yeah or just say hey it's not gonna work you know so i think uh i think you know that's one of those things that i've learned that might apply in this in this space too for no, sure is uh is doing that and i think as as you continue to get better and continue to grow there will probably be a certain type or style or whatever that you prefer to work with and then it's just building up that clientele base you know and yeah the, the defining your niche is, is a big a big thing it's so weird I, I always felt like this is like a big thing i think across all 
spaces is like having like a defined niche that you go after. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I, th- I, th- I think like if I do that, I'm like only focusing on a small portion portion of people. But like, how am I going to make any like money on, on that? If like, I'm not marketing to everybody, mm-hmm. but then it, it tends to be like the way the result, the, the result that happens tends to be like the opposite. Cause you can charge more mm-hmm. if you're an expert at something and you can also attract all those people in that small space, but there's still like a lot of people there. Right. It's, it, I think it, there's a big difference between trying to be uh, a Walmart and trying to be uh, like a Krause's hardware store. You know what I mean? Or like another small department store. Or like a co-op or something. Or a, yeah, or a co-op versus Walmart or versus yeah. Giant Eagle. Um, both have their space. And at the end of the day, you have to determine what your goal is. You know, am I here to expand and grow and build this gigantic conglomerate of companies and graphics design or whatever it is that people are facing? Or do I am I comfortable with a something a lot smaller that is more intimate and personal to me and maybe not making as much money as if I were to grow and expand and have all these employees and all this other stuff. We kind of had that conversation with Fireberry. Yeah, exactly. We just had Mike on. You're nice. going to be we're, we're going to be putting these episodes out together, so he was on earlier today actually. And uh, it's all about carving out your own space and not trying to, you know, as an addict, me personally, it's in my nature to look for more all the time, mm-hmm. you know, more and more and more, whether it's business or podcasting or whatever it is, I need more of it and fighting against that nature and finding the comfort and the gratitude in what we have is, uh, it can be a struggle, but it's very rewarding and beneficial. I agree. You can work yourself to the bone. Especially if you're working for yourself, I feel like it would be really easy to just put in so many hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're, you you just got to know when to, where the line is between, like, enjoying a passion project and, Mm -hmm. like, you know, going overboard because your brain just can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, and also, I mean, if you work for yourself, you know, like, your success depends on you, Mm -hmm. so... You know, I think that's more motivation to spend more time, you know, versus if I'm working at a job for someone else, like, you know, at some point, like, I'm not going to overextend myself. Right. You know. And I think as a a younger lad, I was a, a lot more ambitious, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted to be the Walmart or the the super you know, well-known legacy, all this shit that were really important to me had to be the best, had to be the biggest, the whateverest. And, uh, as I've gotten older, I've found out that like, I don't have to set these aspirations so high and I can be a lot more happy with a lot less than what I had originally imagined. Do you think that as you've gotten older, you, you've become maybe not, less ambitious but more um grateful for what you have and absolutely yeah yeah uh gratitude's been it's just been huge in general um and i think i have learned to be you know in in that place more often as i become older because i just look around i'm like i have all this you know like awesome stuff that i never imagined having when i was younger you know Mm -hmm. and uh my mind's kind of shifted from like wanting more 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 to like just enjoying like what i have you know i like it's enough you know it's way more than enough actually right and like you know i'm I'm all right if if this is the best you know that that it gets this like i'm I'm pretty cool with that yeah like i can i can stay here comfortably i don't know not saying that I don't want to reach for more because I do, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I got to a place in my career to this point where I just like, I'm just kind of stuck. I think I'm just like I don't want I can't I don't know like where I'm going anymore, you mm-hmm. know. And so I made this huge like pretty significant change. You know, I'm starting a new new path next week, completely new new industry for work. So 
so yeah, I, gratitude's huge. I think uh, you know it's been important for me to like just uh, just like take some time and just enjoy and appreciate all the all the stuff that I that I have in my life. You know, right? So you you mentioned that you never imagined yourself having the things that you have, and I think it's interesting because reflecting back on myself, there was like a time where. I was like, oh, I'm going to be famous or maybe not even famous, but rich and have mansions and live in huge high rise, uh, whatchamacallits, like uh, skyscrapers and shit, penthouse apartments, blah, 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 Mercedes Benz, all the nice stuff. And uh, that was like a very real goal for me, like a period in my life. And then as time went on, uh, that goal was like, there's no way. I, it was beaten out of me, you know. I It had taken so much from me that I never saw myself ever getting to that point again. And it's interesting now because I, that goal hasn't, like, quite returned. But it does, like, it's, it, but it seems a lot more realistic than it ever did before. Yeah, I've had those same kind of uh, dreams, too. Um. The, the one thing that I, I never really thought about, though, was some of those, like, I don't know if you want to call them, like, intangible things. Like. Like happiness and love. Yeah. Serenity. Mm-hmm. You know, coming home and, like, just feeling comfortable and, like, being good. Like, those were the things that I never dreamed about. Yeah. Or never thought were real, like, real things, you know? So now, like, regardless of, like, what I'm driving or where I'm living, like, like those things are kind of at the forefront for me now. It's and, more about the know, peace and happiness than it is about yeah. the new car. Or the, and I don't know if I'd be able to say that if I was, you know, homeless and, you know, right. broke. Then you know, it would just be, oh, the new car would make me happy or the, yeah. the penthouse apartment would make me happy. So, you know, I'm aware that, <clears throat> you know, my current situation probably – it's somewhat influencing my ability to focus on those things where if I didn't have that foundation, mm-hmm. I might not be able to explore these new passions. Yeah. Interesting. I, I'd agree with that a lot. There comes like a point in your, de- in, in the development of like myself where, uh, I'm finally comfortable financially and all the other things that I can actually like, you know, step out on a limb a little bit and take risks and take chances. And it won't be the end of the, the world as I know it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I can chase, we can chase those passions today. Yeah, for sure. It's all about the foundation. I mean, I think if you have a solid foundation, you can be broke rich somewhere in between and you'll end up being all right. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's, it's that inner work. Exactly. Foundation. Yeah. Some of the, poorest they do it by choice but some of them but some of the poorest people on the face of the planet are the happiest or no maybe not the happiest but the most at peace you know Mm -hmm. yeah i mean there's monks in india and all over the place that live off nothing or missionaries missionaries people in uh living in cabins out in the woods that just you know i would imagine having less material things and less responsibilities probably leaves more space in your head to like Enjoy the moment that you're in. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, I feel like almost in a way we create our own misery. Oh, we definitely yeah. do. While we're chasing things and yeah. buying new shit. This it's just like more stuff that takes up like space. Desire is suffering. Yeah. And having things out of reach leads to suffering and more desire. Uh, but you got to find a balance in there too, you know? Yeah, I agree. It's I was, not- uh, one of these books that I got, I was like just looking at the back of it because it's like got like ten things about one of one of one of the books is called "Steal Like an Artist." Okay, I don't know what it's about, but I heard good things about it. I guess it's about finding inspiration when mm-hmm. you're when you're working on something, and there's so much stuff out there that's already been done that like it, I think it's hard to like be unique, quote unquote. So it's about like looking at existing stuff that's already there and then like using that as an inspiration on your own work. And cool. But one of the, one of the things that on the back of the book it was like ten things and like number I think number ten was like creativity is about subtraction, and I just thought that was interesting. That was hmm. like an interesting thing to 
to, to like think about I, like I, what that means like what does it mean to you i i'm still like i'm still processing i guess what what that what that means like creativity is subtraction i don't know man we had another guest on a while ago uh from eden on fire the drummer from eden on fire was talking a lot about how when he was young a younger drummer he was very much into um like technicality and ambitiousness and trying to play all the drums all the time all at once and perfectly perfect well all the time all at once perfectly everything and making it as technical and as many beats and as many everything as sounds as he possibly could all at once but really what he was doing when and i'm paraphrasing this here this was what i heard from him um was that he was over exerting the sound and blurring the message so to speak Hmm. um when really he was adding all of these different drums and sounds into the song, it could it would have sounded a lot better with less, mm-hmm. and it was just sounded like noise, just yeah. like anything else, you know. When there's too much shit going on, if you're in a crowded room and everybody's talking, all it sounds like is fucking noise. Mm-hmm. And learning how to subtract all of that other shit, you can actually have a conversation. Yeah. See, I think for me, create uh, creation is is subtraction is you're you're taking from life you're not adding to it art is an imitation of life it's not a replacement of it um i think one of the big fallacies that i learned through through my education and and just learning myself is like if you want to be a better mathematician or you want to be a better physicist or you know a biologist or whatever you learn as much as you possibly can you study as many different things as you possibly can but there's this fallacy that if you're creating that you have to put yourself in a box isolate yourself not look at anything else so you don't like rip it off so you can be totally unique that's the most fucking um uh you're shooting yourself in the foot You, you give yourself a better chance to create by taking in as much as you possibly can so that you can learn so when you take from others you're you're subtracting you know technically you're taken away from it but then you put something else out there but it's just taking little chunks of the life around you and making something out of it. So to me, that's what the creation is subtraction hmm. means. Interesting. It's crazy how one sentence can be so deep. And so, I mean, <laughs> it means pretty like different, many things, different to, things to people. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking less is more. Dave's got a totally different idea. You probably have a totally different idea as well. Yeah. That's what makes good art good art, too, Mm -hmm. is ambiguity and being able to have a message that's not that's very clear to people on an individual level, you know, and not everyone's going to like it. You don't have to. And it's important to understand that. Right. To not expect it to be well received by every single person that runs into it. Yeah. Yeah. Humans are very much ingrained to, to seek approval from one another. Yeah, that's why, like, just putting my, like, work out there is so, like, kind of scary because my first instinct is, like, I want to make sure everyone likes this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I feel that. But it's, like, impossible. It's yeah. impossible. It's 100% impossible. If everybody likes your shit, I think it it just means you're in a position of power and they feel like they can gain something from liking it. Or it's so popular that... You know, with like their group of friends or something that they'll say they like it just to fit in. Beyond that, people aren't going to, you're not going to get like a unified, mm-hmm. you know, liking of your stuff. Unless you're like Stalin, you know, then you kind of. Like, you have to. You have to. <laughs> and and in what you said, Matt, is the, the hypocrisy of a human being, you know, because it's, I want everybody to like my shit. And then not maybe 10 minutes before we're discussing how we need to find a niche market. Mm-hmm. And right. only certain, and yeah. accepting that only certain people are actually going to want our stuff, and that right. I only want to make a certain kind of stuff. It's not yeah. going to be for everybody. Yeah. And uh, finding that like inner brain or inner mind control to recognize that, like, you know, those two things don't compute. Like we're reaching for two goals that mm-hmm. are not 
cohesive you know they don't come together they don't work together yeah, but i think i think only one of those goals actually is realistic exactly yeah yeah but that's not what our brain tell. that's not no, what my no, brain tells no, me no, you know me neither no. <laughs> figuring that out is all is all part of this process yeah for sure for sure and we wish you the best of luck dude hopefully Thanks. some people listen and look at the logo and be like hey matt d Make sure after you after you hear this, see this, however you're ingesting it, to go and uh, onto our Facebook page and like the logo that you like the best. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll leave it up for another week, and hopefully one I'll 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 refresh it to see if I can like post something new on it, get it to pop back up in the feeds, or come look at our page and find it. It's not very far down the list. Vote for your favorite logo. Um, if you need any graphic design work, hit up Matt D. He's the man. Crushed it. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Appreciate yeah. it. We love you. We love all the listeners out there, all of our international intergalactic space traveling listeners. You guys are the best. And uh, good night, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Peace. Go crush the next year. <laughs> <laughs>